This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. I have with me a man running, and I'll let him explain what he's running for, but he's a friend of mine, Matt Larkin. Matt, welcome back to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be back here. Well, it's always good to be with you. I enjoy you very much. I enjoy the relationship because of your faith, which we have in common. Matt, for those that have never watched something in the past where I had you on television or listened on radio, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're running for. Sure. Well, I'll start with what I'm running for. I'm running for Washington's 8th Congressional District for the United States Congress. It's a big seat. I'm running against Kim Schreier, who's a liberal Democrat. And we're running to take back the House of Representatives and kick out Nancy Pelosi once and for all. So I'm Matt Larkin. I'm a lifelong Washingtonian. I've, my family's been here over 165 years. They homesteaded here before this place was even a state. And I care about this place. I went to Gonzaga for law school. I got a law degree there and went past law school and got an advanced law degree called an LLM. And I worked for President George W. Bush in the White House after that as a speechwriter and an attorney. Once his term ended, my job ended. Obama was getting sworn in. I was moving out, moving my stuff out of the office. It was a very strange time. But I met my wife while I was at the White House. I married her and moved her out to the Northwest where we started raising a family. I took a job as a criminal prosecutor. So I was putting bad guys in jail in Pierce County. Did that for a short time until I got called to my family's manufacturing business. So we own a company, Jonathan, and it's about a 600-employee company, third-generation business. We're really proud of it. It's a crown jewel of our family, and uh, I transferred from prosecuting to working there, and I was there for the last 10 years or so. We have four kids we're raising, a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 4-year-old. It's boy, 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 and our little sweetheart on the end, who's our little girl. And about three or so years ago, we started to feel called towards public service. So I put my uh, company on hold, took an extended leave of absence, and stepped into the public arena, running for uh, attorney general in 2020 against Bob Ferguson. When that race ended, not the way we wanted it, we felt a strong feeling that our, our work wasn't done. God was continuing to call us towards public service. And we decided to fight the fight to win back this seat in the United States Congress. And here we are. We're in a toss-up. We just won a tough primary a few months ago. The election's 27 days away. And we've got a lot of momentum. So it's exciting to be a part of this. And we're confident we're going to win this race. Well, that's exciting. You know, I have been in Congress before in the House and the Senate. And I'll tell you what, it'll be exciting to get you back there, Matt. But I wish you would have won that attorney general. We needed somebody that would promote (laughs) justice because we have seen just lawlessness run through the state for several years now. Yeah, no, you're right. You touched on it. It's a sense of lawlessness. And that's why I rolled out our campaign slogan about a year ago, which is make crime illegal again. There's a sense, an overwhelming sense that crime is legal right now in Washington state, even now more so in the other 49 states than we've ever seen. There's a sense of lawlessness. Crime is way up, as you know. In King County, where I live, it's up 72%. Murders are up 72%. Burglaries are up almost 30%. These are astounding numbers. In Kittitas County, on the east side of the state, on the east side of my district, murders are up 200%. These should be jaw-dropping statistics. People are sick of it. People are ready for someone who's going to step up and tackle the tough issues, and that includes getting tough on crime. Well, you are so correct. Eh? Everywhere I go, I, I hear this this complaint, and uh, people are so afraid. And you're right, Washington State is worse than many states, and people are leaving this state. 
for that mm-hmm. very issue. Frankly, they're tired of living under tyranny, what they consider, like we mentioned, lawlessness and a governor that is promoting what they consider lawlessness and a violation of our rights and the Constitution. Matt? No, you're absolutely right. And people are ready. People are ready for change. And that's the most exciting part of this, as I think we're going to see that change swing our way at the ballot box here soon. What are the main issues you are hearing about when you talk to voters? Yeah, that's a great question. We're hearing about three things. Uh, we're hearing a lot about this inflation crisis that we're seeing. You know, it's it's a big hit to everyone's pocketbook right now. When egg prices are up 40%, cereal's up 20%, and butter's 32%, these are real issues that people are getting hit with. And I'm hearing it. I've covered thousands of doors by this point. And the theme is always the same. Please, Matt, do something about the rising cost of living. We've got to fix it. We've got to get these things under control. And it's not just Republicans that are telling me that. It's Democrats, too. And that's important to keep in mind. This is affecting everybody. And they're sick of it. And they're scared, frankly, because there's no end in sight. Uh, And we've got to do something. And that starts with ending the reckless spending that's going on. But uh, I'll get to that in a minute. The second thing I hear about is the crime thing we were just talking about. People do not feel safe in their communities. They just don't. They're afraid to take their kids to the parks. They're afraid to take their kids into the cities. There's tents, there's trash, there's needles, there's open drug use. There's crimes surrounding the drug community, the muggings, the shopliftings, the car thefts. All of these things make people feel very unsafe. In fact, my wife is afraid to go to the grocery store now after dark in our hometown of Woodenville because she's been accosted three separate times. It's scary. So now I make the evening bread and milk runs for our family because I don't blame her for being scared. But these stories are not isolated incidents. These are happening everywhere all over the district. So people are are worried about inflation. They're worried about crime. And third, maybe equal with the first one I'm hearing about is energy. People cannot afford to fill up their gas tanks. They're frankly having to make tough decisions between spending money on groceries or filling up their car. We have family friends who had to cancel their summer vacation to eastern Washington because they couldn't afford the gas. These are real issues that people are wrestling with. And now you're seeing the energy gas prices climbing even higher with no end in sight. Uh, it's at around 570 a gallon where we live and going up by the day. So these are the concerns we're hearing about. Well, there are very real concerns as we, you know, leadership is either responsible for bringing blessing and prosperity or deterioration and destruction on a state or a nation. And we've got the wrong leadership in Washington state. We got the wrong leadership in Washington, D.C. And people mm-hmm. realize that you have major Democratic leaders leaving the Democratic Party because they know oh, yeah. they know it's out of control. Yeah. Oh, it's not the party of JFK. Uh, his party is radically to the left of that. In fact, JFK would be a Republican today. That's what uh, I've been his saying. Party, his party has swung radically to the left, and it's so evident. They're the party of extremism right now, and we're the party of common sense. People get that, and we're going to see that in the elections that are coming up. Uh, So I'm excited to see the results of these elections because I think you're going to see a swing back to sanity again. I mean, for instance, my opponent, Kim Schreier, votes with Nancy Pelosi 100 percent of the time. Yes. Not 96, not 97. I'm not rounding up to 100. It's actually 100 percent. AOC doesn't vote with Pelosi 100 percent of the time. But Kim Schreier does. My opponent does. And this is the kind of radical leftism that we're seeing from the Democratic Party right now. The 8th District does not deserve a congresswoman who votes like a San Francisco Democrat. It's a moderate swing district. It deserves someone who carefully and logically considers every single vote. 
certainly not a, a rubber stamp for Nancy Pelosi. Well, you're exactly right. As I mentioned, you have major Democratic leaders and those in office, different states in, in D.C. that are leaving the Democratic Party because they realize no longer are they Americans or voting for America to continue to allow the republic to be strong and healthy. Uh, the policies that they're issuing right now are destroying America, toppling America, like they're wanting to move us into the new world order, which I believe they are. Well, they're certainly out of touch with the American public in general, I'll tell you that. Uh, and it's sad, and we need to do something about it, which is why I'm, I've raised my hand and stepped into this arena. What would We've you say is the main difference between you and your opponent? You know what? It's A, uh, there's so many differences. <laughs> I don't know where to start, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it, it's the first of all, I'm not going to be voting with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. I'm just not. Uh, and I don't think anyone should vote with anybody 100% of the time. Uh, you need to be a thoughtful and independent member of Congress to represent a district like the 8th Congressional District. Uh, and my opponent, Kim Schreier, is radical and out of touch with the values of the 8th Congressional. She just is. Uh, so that's a huge difference. I will be a thoughtful member of Congress that reads every bill line by line, word for word, uh, and votes accordingly. Uh, I'm not going to be a rubber stamp for either party. Uh, and I think people appreciate that. Uh, and they, uh, they're willing to, to put me into Congress because of that. Uh, so that's a huge difference. I'm also not going to be voting for Nancy Pelosi on my first day in the job to be speaker again, unlike Kim Schreier. Kim Schreier's first vote in this new term will be to reelect Nancy Pelosi as speaker. Uh, and that should give pause to every single person in the district who's thinking about voting for her. Uh, so, so there's some glaring differences there. I also am a fiscal conservative. I want to rein in the spending. Uh, she has never met an, a bill that she hasn't voted on to increase spending. Um, she's a big tax and spend uh, liberal, and that's not okay, especially as we slide into a recession right now. You know, it, you know, as we're talking about that, you brought it up. Inflation is hurting people all over. What mm -hmm. is your plan to address and fix inflation? Oh, there's, I mean, we've A, need to stop the reckless spending. Like yesterday, it needed to happen. Uh, we've got these bills that keep coming up, these trillion-dollar spending bills that Kim Schreier votes for every single time, uh, even though she admitted, and we, we have her on tape saying this, that she knew that these bills uh, could lead to inflation, and yet she voted for them anyway. Uh, and everybody knows you don't keep spending your way out of an inflation crisis. We have 40-year high inflation right now these are making jimmy carter is feeling good about things as he sees these numbers um he's looking better and better in the history lens uh because these these uh economic problems that we're having uh are so much worse than the ones he was having believe it or not uh so we need to stop the reckless spending i mean you've got you've got uh these trillion dollar bills in the ironically named inflation reduction act that was just passed uh, kim schreier wholeheartedly supported that even though the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, an independent agency, uh, said that it would not lead to reduced inflation. It would actually lead to increased inflation. Uh, but they just keep spending and spending and spending and printing and printing and printing more money. And that is not how you solve this. You solve this by tightening your belt, uh, by budgeting, by living within your means as the federal government. And frankly, as a business owner, I get that more than most people. Uh, I view life in, in the government through the lens of being in the private sector business world. Uh, you, in business, you have to do a lot with a little. Uh, you have to budget. You have to live within your means. Uh, you have to provide a, a product or else you go out of business. There are real world consequences to running a business poorly. 
Uh, but in the federal government, if you run it poorly, it's not a big deal. You can just tax and spend and print more money. Uh, there are no consequences to bad governance. Uh, and I'm going to change that when I get back there. You know, Washington has some of the highest gas prices in the country. What can mm-hmm. be done to lower these gas prices, Matt? Well, on day one, when uh, President Obama was sworn in, he declared war on fossil fuels. <clears throat> and he hasn't let up. Uh, and then you see what it leads to. It doesn't lead to less ener- less uh, gas consumption. It leads to getting gas from other places that we can't trust. It leads to, to begging our enemies to give us oil, like Venezuela and Iran uh, and Russia. These are all places now we're having to go hat in hand and ask for oil. Uh, and it's crazy to me when we have oil here that we just need to tap into. And energy independence is such a big part of my platform. And I'm not saying we need to be fossil fuel dependent 100%. I'm saying we need a mixed bag approach. Uh, but that starts with some fossil fuels. And it starts with getting the fossil fuels that we have here already uh, and cutting ties to these uh, hostile uh, providers of oil. Um, and, and once we do that, we can start to to find other renewable sources, too. Uh, there's all sorts of ways to get clean energy. But, but we need a mixed bag approach. It needs to be an uh, an everything approach. Uh, and I think once we do that, we'll start to, to see these gas prices go back down. But it starts with domestic energy, finding it right here. Well, you're exactly right. Donald Trump knew that. And that's why uh, the economy is so so hot, just sizzling hot. Yeah. Uh, and we, we had extra and we were exporting it now instead of importing it and uh, uh, making our economy go bankrupt and going into inflation and depression. Mm-hmm. You know, crime is rising all over our state, Matt. Uh, what can you do as a member of Congress to help address this crisis? Sure. You know what? I get that question a lot. People oftentimes feel like it's a local issue or a state issue when really it's not. I mean, there, sure, there's local components to it. But the federal government, especially the United States Congress, controls the federal budget um, and we can dictate where money goes. Uh, we can, uh, for instance, send federal law enforcement grants. Uh, we can to give police and, and sheriffs the support and the equipment and training that they need to be effective. Uh, one of the things that Kevin McCarthy has rolled out in his commitment to America, uh, which is his plan for the Congress once we take it back, uh, is to aim to, to hire 200,000 more law enforcement officers. Uh, and how is he going to do that? Well, he's going to provide federal money to incentivize hiring again. Uh, to provide hiring bonuses and and things that will attract new uh, and better police officers to the force because we're hemorrhaging people right now. They don't want to be cops. And I don't blame them, especially in Western Washington, um, when they're demonized so so often. Uh, But we can do a lot from the federal government to do that. And we can uh, give, uh, give a voice to the law enforcement community who needs to know that we have their backs. Uh, My opponent, Kim Schreier, was silent through the defund movement. In fact, she's been bought and paid for by the defund movement. Big, big checks have come into her campaign from the defund movement, and she hasn't returned them. She's kept them. She's used them to put up ads uh, blasting me and blasting Republicans. Uh, And it's a shame and it's a tragedy because we needed leadership through that whole defund uh, movement that we saw, and we got nothing, a deafening silence from Kim Schreier on that issue. And now she's trying to pretend like she's a friend of law enforcement. Uh, but the endorsements don't lie. Uh, and in fact, I've gotten the endorsement of WACOPS, the King County Police Guild, uh, the Seattle Police Officers Guild. I've gotten the endorsement of every elected sheriff in my district. 
uh, as well as Dave Reichert, our former congressman who held this seat, and the former uh, King County uh, Sheriff. Uh, so the endorsements are behind me. Law enforcement is behind me, uh, and and I they for good reason because they know I'll always have their backs. Well, that's so very important. Uh, you know, if we do, if we don't have law enforcement. I mean, all over the world, I travel to the nations and I see what communists do all over the world. Uh, the mm-hmm. first thing they do if they take over a nation and move it into communism is defund law enforcement, defund the police. And mm-hmm. so creating chaos. I mean, people need to see what's going on. They're trying to topple this, the republic. Uh, yeah. This is crazy what's going on. It's it's chaos. It absolutely is. And we need leaders with steel spines willing to stand up and get the backs of our brave men and women in blue. Uh, and I've always said that from the very beginning, even in my attorney general race, I took a stand for law enforcement. And I think they, they appreciate that. They've told me that. Uh, and, and there's no question in their minds who they need to support in this race, because I will always be there for them. Uh, because frankly, it's not easy to put your life on the line when you go to work every day. You know, uh, most I, Americans don't have to have that thought. They go into the office or they go into the job site or they go into the classroom, but they're not actually putting their lives on the line and saying, I'm going to take a bullet for everyone I work with. Uh, but our people on the front lines of law enforcement are doing that. And it's time to give them the recognition and the support that they deserve. Well, you're absolutely right. You know, before uh, 1975 to 1985, I worked in law enforcement, as you know, and uh, I still work with a lot of these people. And uh, they do, they do, they do support you, Matt, and they do oh, like good. you. And so I can tell you that right now. Uh, they're all concerned what's going on in the state of Washington as well as the United States of America. Now, you've mentioned that Kim Schreier votes with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. Do you think that you will be a straight party line vote with her in Congress? Well, I assure you I won't vote with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. Um uh, but but no, I, I said this earlier, but I, I really do think you you should not be a party line vote with your party. Uh, I, I can't think of many instances when that should be the case ever. Um, you should be an independent voter uh, in Congress. Uh, and frankly, our party can be guilty of it, too, of, of spending too much money. And I'm a fiscal conservative who wants to rein in the size of the federal uh, budget, rein in the deficit. Uh, and if my party gets a little spending happy, I have no issue voting against them on things like that. Uh, and, and we need it. We need people willing to, to take a stand for certain things. No, you're exactly right. Uh, now, you are, as you mentioned, a small business owner. Do you think that provides you with a unique perspective when running for Congress? A hundred percent. And I think we need more business owners in Congress. Uh, frankly, uh, like I said, this worldview that I carry is the worldview of a business owner. Uh, I get it. I get how hard it is to run a business. Uh, and until you actually sign the paychecks, you have a unique perspective on things. Um, <clears throat> and, and with that business owning comes a, a fiscal uh, conservative bent to me where I, I want to see the government spending responsibly. I want to treat the federal government as if it was a business where where we have to be accountable to the taxpayers who are our customers. Um, instead, we have the opposite right now. Uh, the government feels like the taxpayers owe them things versus uh, serving the taxpayers who elected them, uh, which is why you see Kim Schreier and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi uh, doubling the size of the IRS, adding 87,000 more uh, IRS agents to the, to the roles in this latest Inflation Reduction Act bill. Uh, that's a, that's more than the capacity of CenturyLink Stadium um, or Lumen Field, I should say now, where the Seahawks play. Uh, 
picture picture the Seahawks Stadium full of IRS agents uh, with another 10,000 waiting outside on the street to get in. That's the number of IRS agents they've hired or are going to hire and are going to unleash them on the American public. Uh, and that's not okay. Um, and, and these are the kind of things as a business owner that I, I see as a bloated uh, waste of uh, of taxpayer money. And we need to, to shrink the size of the federal government and be efficient with taxpayer dollars. Well, you're exactly right. Another scary thing about what they want to do with these IRS agents is they're going to be legally armed. Yeah, I've heard that. And that's scary, too. And that's why also in Kevin McCarthy's commitment to America, uh, he's committed to stop the hiring of those IRS agents. Uh, and I'm all for that. Uh, the American, the last thing you need in a, the start of a recession and in record high inflation uh, is to to double the size of the IRS and sick them on the American public. Uh, that's not okay. We need help. We need sympathy and empathy right now. We certainly don't need the federal government ramping up to squeeze more money out of our wallets right now. People are hurting. You know, politics is a brutal business. Uh, the attack ads on you seem to never end. I mean, I've watched it. Uh, why put yourself through this? Well, that's a, a really good question, uh, and it's not for everybody. I certainly would say that. Um, you put yourself through this because, you know, my, my personal view is uh, I was called to this. This is a direct calling for my wife and I, for my kids and I. Uh, and I think if we didn't do it, if I didn't raise my hand and step into this fight and into this arena, uh, no one would. We need good people of faith stepping into this arena to actually uh, do some good. And I care about this state. And I care about this country. Uh, and I, I want to be able to help it. And I wouldn't be able to look my kids in the eye many, many years from now. And, and if I hadn't stepped in and, and said, look, I tried. I tried to help. I tried to fix it. I saw injustice and I tried to make it better. Um, and uh, so this is this is the calling that we're in right now. Uh, some people are called to mission work. Some people are called to church plant. Uh, we're called uh, to 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 be in in the darkness right now, the dark world of politics, uh, and to to be a good person and a person of faith in this arena. This is all part of the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations. If people like you don't step up to the plate and, and the Bride of Christ, we need to back the right people because if we don't, uh, your kids, my kids, are not going to have a future. This is mm-hmm. not going to be America. Yeah, yeah. And then this is a this is a very very intense time in American history. We were called for such a season as this, uh, but I, I see a country in a state that I, I don't recognize right now. This is and not I the, fix it. Yeah, this is not the country I grew up in. You know, leave it the Beaver, uh, Andy Griffith. No, no, no. This is a far cry from that. Yeah, and it's a scary country or scary place to be raising kids. Uh, and, and honestly, that's one of the biggest reasons I'm doing this is because I'm scared for their future. Well, I'm glad uh, you are, Matt, and I'm glad you're in the fight. Now, I know you're a man of faith. How has your faith yeah. encouraged you to strengthen you on this journey of public service? Oh, it's been fantastic. Uh, you, when when you, you feel called to something uh, and you, you, you know you're, you're within uh, God's calling, there's, it's motivating. It's energizing. Uh, my wife and I are praying every day, and we're surrounded by people who are praying for us through this. Because uh, this isn't easy. These fights are not easy. To see the attacks on TV all the time, to shield the kids from that, uh, it's tough stuff. Uh, but 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 with God, you can get through it, uh, and we are. Uh, and, and he has been so faithful to us through this whole process, and that's why we're so confident uh, he's going to carry us over the finish line here in 27 days. If people want to help you, how can they? We have a fantastic website. Uh, it's Larkin, the number four, congress.com. 
Larkin, L-A-R-K-I-N, the number four, congress.com. Uh, you can sign up there. You can donate there. Uh, you can get involved there. Uh, you can see cute pictures of my kids on there. Uh, it's an all-in-one place to go to learn more about our race. Uh, but we need help. We need you to spread the word. We need you to vote. Uh, this is going to be a close race. It's considered a toss-up right now. Uh, so every single vote matters. This could come down to 100 votes for all we know. Uh, and we've got to get people out voting, especially Republicans. They need to activate. And people of faith need to get out and register and vote and then get their friends and family out voting. This will be a race won on the ground. Uh, and it's going to be won one vote at a time. So we need help. So please reach out to us. Uh, contribute, uh, contribute time, contribute money, however you can help. We need it. It's not time to sit at home. Ballots go out in a week and a half. So it is go time. This is again, Jonathan Hansen, Dr. Hansen. You've been listening to the warning radio program. I've had Matt Larkin for Congress on today. If you don't get one of the channels that he'll be on on radio, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, and you can listen to it there. May God richly bless you. Once again, Matt Larkin for Congress. And again, what are you running for, Matt? United States Congress in the 8th Congressional District of Washington State. We're running to kick Nancy Pelosi out and take back power in the House. Everybody there should get excited about that. Matt Larkin, a good man. I've known him for years. I love him and I love his faith. We need the right people in office. God richly bless all of you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.